to Readers and Writers with your host, James Hill and Athena Paris of Rock Hill Publishing. I am Amy Ravi Chandran, and today we're talking about the business of writing, being an author, That's I have to slow down to say that, but I know, Athena and James, that you guys were writers before you started Rock Hill Publishing, so what kind of lessons did you learn about the business of writing, you know, that kind of inspired Rock Hill Publishing? Um, okay, I get, go ahead, you jump well, in. Well, the business of writing is you have to understand what uh, your specific genre is so that you know how to produce the same type of uh, content and quality that you see. So if you write specifically romance, it uh, bodes well to go and study all the romance books that are out. Um, you go to a bookstore, for example, and you read as many romance books as you can so that you understand how they, how they are written. So either to copy or to be completely different. And that is how you start learning. It's from the understanding of how other people did it that you then know what to do as well. I kind of like did it a different way because I started writing sci-fi and I did read sci-fi. Like I read Avanoff and, and different people like that. But mm -hmm. I also read a lot of Stephen King and Edgar Allan Poe because I was writing or looking for a style of a dark macabre type of, of feeling to my writing. And so I was looking more at the style of, of different people who wrote, not in so much the genre that I was writing in, because I still don't write horror. I don't think I'm a good horror writer, but uh, <laughs> I still write from that angle of, uh, what would you call it? Uh, dystopian. Okay. And funny thing is, I didn't even know the word dystopian existed when I was writing. And much later I found out something, hey, you're a dystopian writer. And I was like, I had to go look it up. I said, what the heck is a dystopian writer? <laughs> and then I write, so, oh yeah, yeah, well, makes sense. You know, you read Edgar Allan Poe a lot and you know, you read a lot of uh, people like uh, Stephen King who writes about horror and, and the dark side of society. And there you go, you're a dystopian writer. Right. So, uh, well, I mean, I love that. So, you know, I know you guys were both kind of, you know, writing before you started Rock Hill Publishing and everything like that. So when, what was, what kind of guided you to make that decision to publish your first book? And then what lessons did you learn from the business sides of that, you know, that kind of inspired what Rock Hill is today? Well, I learned that writing is easy. You could, mm -hmm. you could sit down and you get ideas and, you know, once you get flowing, it's an easy thing to do. And I know a lot of writers are gonna say I'm crazy and what the heck am I talking about? <laughs> but, but once the ideas start coming to you, it's an easy thing to do. So writing that first book, is kind of easy. It's writing the second book and the third book and to keep at it when you're not making the sales, when you're not being published, because you know you get rejected and you start thinking about what's wrong with you. You know, this is wonderful, why don't people why is this not just grabbed up and people just love me for it? And it becomes the idea of, well, first off, did you write a, a technically good book? You know, the story might be good, but did, did you get it edited? Had someone else looked at it and told you where your plot holes were? So you right. need editors, then you need proofreaders, 
you need fact checkers. Do you write something in your in your story that's just factually wrong? And the reader will call you out on that. So somebody else reading your story and you say the sun is blue, well, people are gonna call you out on it if you're not writing some kind of fantasy in a fantasy world, you know? Right, yeah. It, so when you start thinking about the business of writing, you start thinking, did I cross all the T's and dot all the I's? You know, did I did I stick into one genre? Did I say I write it a, a sci-fi and actually write a fantasy? You know, did, did I write a did I write a love story rather than a romance? Because there are technical things that go with that uh, genre that you have to actually hit if you want to be in, considered a romance writer. I'm no romance writer. I do write stories with love in them, but they don't meet the criteria of being a romance writer. And I'm sure Athena could tell you that. <laughs> she read all my stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things that uh, sometimes um, I wish every new writer understood, there's two things that they should really concentrate on. And that is, you know, when they say study your craft, and your craft needs two really important things, plotting and characters. You need to understand the story and you need to understand how your uh, characters are evolving through the story. And those are the two uh, elements that every writer should understand because that is usually where the story falls apart is that the two of them don't mesh exactly right. You might have a bit of a plot and you might have a bit of characters and that doesn't make a good and uh, solid uh, story. And that's what you need. You need characters that your readers can um, understand and feel through. And you need the story that keeps your reader's mind glued to uh, the book. So if you're able to learn those two things, you're already in a, on a very good path. See, and I, I love that. I think um, something, you know, as a brand new writer, you know, if I was inspired to write a book, do all these things, I know that we have to find editors and proofreaders and formatters and development and content editors. I mean, there's a slew of things that you have to do if you decide to go this route on, there, on your own. And so I think, you know, how can you turn being an author into a business? Like you guys turned it into Rock Hill Publishing, right? Now you guys take your own authors and you like working with new authors. So how can you kind of turn that spin, whether you start a publishing company or not, you know, how can you kind of turn being an author into a business? You know, like what, what expenses are you looking at if you self-publish versus, you know, going with, you know, Rock Hill or, you know, a bigger traditional publisher, you know, what, what are the expenses that you're kind of looking at as being an author? Your first expense is editors mm -hmm. because every writer needs a good editor. Even editors need editors, as Tina will tell you. Uh, she, she comes to me, and I'm a, I'm not a good editor. I can't give you the technical stuff of, of editing, the grammar stuff, but I can give you the content editing part of it. Right. I can tell you if your story is flowing correctly. Your story started off too soon or too late. You didn't really have a satisfying ending. So I can do that kind of developmental editing. I can do the content context because there's two different types of writing or two different like Athena was saying they're plot driven stories and they're character driven stories and if you're writing a plot driven story then 
the characters are not so much second nature to the story, but the story itself is what is being what drive people to read it. They want to see what happens next. Right. And if you have too many things out there that go nowhere, people get lost and they don't understand your story anymore. So you have plots that, you know, subplots that go off and you never come back to them or you never, you know, explain why they were there. It it starts to eat on the reader's mind. I always think about, you know, as I'm reading something, it's something in the back of my mind. Okay, he says this in this part. Okay, is he coming back? And if you don't come back to it, it becomes that little nagging little thing that, well, what happened to, you know, the car ride? You know, it was a big deal in chapter three. And here we are in chapter seven. And you never told me where they went in the car or why they went in the car. Yeah. And then you have the other idea of the characters. And if it's a character-driven story, people have to want to know about the character. So you have to develop real-life people. As they say, you can't be... Mm -hmm two-dimensional person I with weight you know you they gotta be more substance to the character you gotta know what they're thinking you gotta know what they're feeling they gotta be realistic you can't have a bad guy who all of a sudden turns out to be an angel you know what what's with that that's one of the things I hated about um um Jake Jake they are rolling story mm -hmm. at the very end snipe turns out to be the savior of I Harry Potter. Know. Yeah, it's like you know, I thought that was a, that was just a horrible, horrible plot <laughs> twist because all along, well, he never really was really evil, right? But he did not like Harry, and that was for sure. <laughs> and right. you know, all of a sudden, at the very end, here comes this guy who I was protecting you all along. I was your protector, and to me, that did not come over well in my story, right? And and so, you know, and, and Harry Potter is a character-driven story. It's about Harry Potter, and it's about the friends that he makes that, you know, that drives that story on and on and on. That's so, true. I mean, that's yeah. true. Man, being an author sounds like a full-time job. I don't know how you guys do it, you know, full-time jobs, and you have Rock Hill Publishing, and you write your own books. I mean, I'm exhausted just <laughs> thinking about it. I'm just super exhausted. But I would love to know... Because I know Athena is like the right hand of Rock Hill Publishing. She's the editor. She's amazing. And she's a writer. But I would love to know the story of how you guys met. I'd Go ahead. You tell them, Athena. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, <laughs> we online. We met online through, I don't know if it was an Amazon or Facebook, uh, like for like, when those things mattered back uh -huh. then. Um, so... And then, of course, a lot of people uh, who don't know each other suddenly meet like that on uh, because this page leads to that page, and so on and so on. So if so, we shared likes, and then uh, somehow he uh, looked up my books, uh, liked it. I stalked her. <laughs> oh, okay. So you pulled a Sandy Lawrence and you stalked her. Okay. Yes, I stalked her. <laughs> okay. He read my stuff. He, I guess he liked it. And then we started talking, you know, like comments. You just make small comments. And then eventually you actually start sending each other uh, private messages and asking about things. And then he heard I was, uh, I was teaching at the time. 
and we started talking about editing and uh, reading each other's material and all of that. And then, uh, yeah, eventually off he uh, offered me uh, the chance to become an editor for Rock Hill Publishing. And well, he, in all that talking, I found out she really loved to edit. And if uh -huh. you want to find somebody who's an editor, you have to find somebody who really likes to work. Yeah, like loves it. Yeah, Sleeps and and I, it. yeah. Yeah, and I really needed an editor. <laughs> but I didn't want just any editor. I wanted somebody who understood the job of editing, who really liked editing, and who knew, because to be an editor, people think that you just go in and cross out words and put your own words in, or, you know, oh, this has got to go, that has got to go. But no, it's the idea of developing and working right. with the writer and getting their ideas in a better format. And, and as she said, polishing their work. She doesn't want it to become her work. She wants it to become a better form of your work. And that's really, when she said that to me, I said, she's an editor. Yeah. And I try to get her to be more of a writer, <laughs> but I keep telling her, work on your own stuff, you know, but because yeah. she loved the idea of editing and you know, she's an English teacher, and I failed English. I was horrible in English. Now, so. Me and you both. I was doing, I mean, I got to the point where I was like, deeper degree, I just need you to like pass me. Just pass me, please. You know, that's just, grammar is not my friend. It's just not like if Athena saw, I mean, I'm sure the emails that I send Athena's like, well, this is not right. This needs a comma. I'm just like, Grammarly is my best friend, you guys. Like it's, <laughs> it's my best friend. That's for sure. But man, I love that because it's like, you know, the power of online, you know, the interesting people that you can meet and how you can find such great, you know, resources and friendships to help, you know, start a business as an author and everything like that. But I think, you know, it's hard to come by an editor that just loves editing and reading your book, but not editing to make it sound more like them. You're really, you know, Athena... You can correct me if, if I'm wrong or whatever, but it sounds like you more, you edit because you want to help the writer be the best writer they can be and to exactly. continue writing and encourage it. And I think that that is just nowadays, I feel like the market's so saturated, you know, with editors and formatters and everything that it's, it's hard to find. So you're like the, you know, the diamond in the rough over here. And I'm just like, oh, I love Athena. I love Athena. So <laughs> it's great. I love it. But I mean, I think write your book. And then, <laughs> yes. And yeah. see how much she love you love her when she started giving you those hard notes. Anyway. You know, but I <laughs> hard truths are what people need to hear. And speaking of that, you know, I hate it. I always have to end these episodes, and I hate it, you guys. I always have to say goodbye. But speaking of the hard truth, our next episode coming up you know, on Tuesday, make sure you check it out because we're going to be talking the hard truth. And we have a Rock Hill uh, author, Zach Bacaris, is going to be joining us next week talking about all the hard truths. And I'm sure that the craziness that Athena put him through on editing and everything like that. So make sure you check us out next week to learn all about that.